What is going on, crafters? Welcome back to another episode of Dig Straight Down with me, your host, Rebel JC. If this is your first time tuning into Dig Straight Down, I want to welcome you to the show. It's a podcast all about Minecraft updates, whether those are updates that are actually coming to the game or these are updates that we're just making up on our own just for fun. Either way, if either of those things are interesting to you at all, you're in the right place and I'm happy that you're here. So the next couple of episodes are going to be a little different. I'm not going to have a Q&A segment in this episode or in the next episode simply because I am on vacation <laughs> when these episodes air. And so um, I'm not going to be able to, uh, since I pre-record these episodes and I pull Q&A posts from like, you know, a while ago, uh, as I'm recording this episode, there are no answers on the Q&A post that I would otherwise, you know, pull answers from. So I'm since I'm recording so far in advance, I'm not going to be able to have a Q&A post, uh, Q&A segment on this episode or in the next episode. But to make up for that, I am going to, uh, in a few episodes from now, I'm going to have an episode that's all Q&A. So all of your answers, all of, you know, your ideas and stuff, that is going to be the feature of a future episode very shortly. So stay tuned for that. If you had an answer that you were excited to be read on the show, I'm sorry about the the delay in that. Um, I will get to those in a future episode. So stay tuned for that. While I'm on vacation with my family, I will be back very soon. But in the meantime, let's talk about what makes a good structure in Minecraft. Yes, in this episode, I'm going to be ranking all of the structures in Minecraft. I believe all of them. I'm pretty sure that all all of the structures are on my list. Uh, keep in mind that this is just my opinion. This is not some sort of, you know, I'm not saying that this is everyone's truth, <laughs> uh, but this is what it is for me, and this is how I feel about the structures. In Minecraft, I try to be as objective as possible, but I certainly do have an opinion. I'm going to be dividing the structures into three categories. Uh, S-tier structures, obviously the best tier structures. Uh, then we have the good structures. They're okay. They're all right. Might could be improved, but don't necessarily need to be improved. And then we have the meh structures. Um, and so let's get into it. Now, here is my criteria for good structures. What makes a good structure in Minecraft? Um, I think that they should be visually interesting. Uh, there are a lot of structures in Minecraft that are really, really, really visually interesting. And then there are others that, let's just say, need to be updated. <laughs> really, really, really need to be revisited as far as, as a design standpoint goes. They just look really boring. So I think that structures really should be visually interesting in Minecraft. I don't think that structures should just be a mix of things that can be found elsewhere in the game. They really need to be unique somehow. So having a structure that's just built of materials that you can go out and get in, in a couple of minutes and, and with loot that you can actually just go out in the world and find yourself, you know, pretty quickly. I don't think that that makes a really good structure. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health 
right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. The third criteria is that the structure gives the player direction and a way to engage with the structure without enforcing a specific path. Um, there are a lot of structures that do this very well, and then some structures that don't do this at all. Uh, so even if they, you know, seem to try to do it, they don't end up executing this uh, very well. So those are my three criteria. They can be visually interesting, unique somehow, and give the player some sort of direction without enforcing a path. So let's start with what I consider to be the eh, meh kind of structures, the, the structures that really aren't so good that strike me as needing quite a bit of improvement. And let's start with the witch hut. Now, the witch hut, I think, is a meh structure, uh, especially in Java. I think in Bedrock, it's a little bit better, but in Java, it's kind of not great because, number one, it's uh, built out of things that you can find your, for yourself pretty quickly. Uh, so material-wise, there's nothing there for you to get that you couldn't otherwise get, um, you know, just by yourself in a couple of minutes just in the game by mining or or crafting or or cutting down trees so structure wise not really great uh the witch the witch itself you can find a witch at nighttime you can just literally go out into the plains at nighttime and find a witch pretty quickly um they're not very rare uh mobs and you know you find them fairly frequently just out in the wild. So the offering of a witch being there isn't very enticing. And the loot as well, again, these are things that you can find pretty quickly on your own. Um, you know, maybe early game it's better because you don't have your brewing set up, you know, all uh, set up, I guess. But otherwise, you know, the and potions are sort of a one-time use thing anyway, so how much of a boost really is it? Anyway, it's just not that great of a structure. Now, I know you're probably thinking, well, you can turn it into a witch farm. And that's a good point. I think that that's one thing in its favor. But again, a witch farm, what does it give you? It gives you witches and it gives you the stuff that witches drop. What do they drop? Well, they drop stuff that you can get on your own pretty quickly. Um, maybe the, if I can, if I'm remembering correctly, maybe they do give you some gold, uh, some like a glowstone dust, which is pretty cool, especially if you haven't gone to the nether yet. But once you get into the nether, gold, uh, I keep wanting to call it gold dust. Glowstone dust is not difficult to get. It's literally everywhere. So I don't think that in my opinion, and this is subjective, I understand this isn't true for everyone, but in my opinion, it's not that enticing to me. The next one that's sort of on this sort of could be improved meh sort of list is jungle temples. Jungle temples really should be a great structure. They really should be. They look really cool, so they've got the visual interest going on. Uh, again, they're 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 made out of a out of material that's not that difficult to get, but it, a lot of it is mossy cobble. Mossy cobble is something that isn't too hard to craft. But you don't find a lot of it out in the natural world. So, you know, it's, it's got some uniqueness to it. But what really is the letdown is it tries to be a very good structure and just fails miserably. Because what you have here is a puzzle. You have the redstone puzzle in the, the jungle temple. You flip a few le uh, levers. You disable a trap that's set up. 
uh, and you find some loot. But let's be honest. Really, let's be honest. How many of us have actually done the puzzle? Okay, maybe maybe once, maybe twice, just to see how it works. Um, but you end up being like, you know what? I can just go over there, take a few arrows to the shoulder, whatever, and then dig through the wall, get the loot. A lot less trouble. And the, the puzzle really isn't very fun. Number one, and I think number one, the reason why it's not very fun is because you flip the lever, you hear something happen, you don't see something happen, right? So automatically, you're flipping a lot of levers, you don't see anything happening, you don't know what you're doing. It takes a lot of trial and error. It becomes a chore to figure out what that puzzle is even doing in the first place, to know that you're even doing it the right way. And then at that point, you're just like, oh, whatever, I'm just going to mine through the wall and get the stuff. So it really tries to be something interesting and really, really fails. Mojang really needs to revisit the Jungle Temple. I think structurally it's fine. What it's built out of is fine. The way it looks is good. I think the rarity, it makes it, it makes it on par with, you know, finding something really cool. And you get excited when you see a jungle temple just simply because it's a generally a rare structure to find, especially since it's in the jungle and it's hard to find anything in the jungle. But once you get in there, you're like, you know what? I'm not even going to bother with the main feature of this structure. I'm just going to go straight to the chase, get the loot and leave. And they never bother with the jungle temple again. And the loot, you know, the loot's not bad. It's okay. It's whatever. Um, but again, the puzzle is really the letdown here. Mojang really needs to revisit the jungle temple uh, revisit that puzzle idea. I think it's a great idea, a great concept, just very poorly executed. And the last structure on this mass structures list here is the mine shafts. Again, built out of materials that you can find anywhere. <laughs> Wood and stone, literally, and torches. Wood, stone, and torches. That's all it is. And uh, you can get that. You, you This literally, the, the the first things you gather in a survival game is wood, stone, and then you craft torches. Those are literally the first things that you get. So structural-wise, why is this thing... You know, it doesn't offer any materials that are worth really getting. And then you have, okay, so it's a mine shaft. So in your mind, you're thinking, okay, I'm going to go down in the mine shaft. I'm going to go through the mine shaft. I'm going to come out the other end with a ton of ores. Because when you think mine, you think mining. When you think mining, you think gathering resources, gathering ores, gathering materials. But you go into the mine, you look around, and you're just like, I, I could have gotten all of this just strip mining. There's no extra ores exposed, really. You know, you could have just gone caving and gotten the same sort of experience resource-wise. So resources, uh, structure, there's not a lot of visual interest. It's not that cool looking, really. And most of the time, if you're generating in just underground, they're not really cool looking. They're just a jumble and a mess. They do get really cool looking if they generate in big caves. Then you get it where you have the big, you know, pillars of logs holding it up. You get the, the, the chains dangling. At that point, yeah, that's really cool. And if the mine shafts were just that, just generating in big caves like that, then I would give it a much higher score because that is where mine shafts really shine is when they generate in the open spaces. But when they're generating just underground in just a, a straight shaft that's not cool at all it looks really boring the one thing that mine shafts or I, I will say it has two things two things in its favor number one 
the loot. The loot is generally good. When you go through a, a mine shaft and you get the loot out of there, it's generally fairly good loot. This is loot that you don't find in uh, uh, desert temples. This is loot finding you don't you don't find it in jungle temples in ocean monuments. Pretty good loot. And number two, the number two thing that makes it that, that gives it some points in its favor is the cave spider spawner. Uh, a lot of people are just scared of it. When you see it, you're like, oh gosh, I got, I got to be careful because cave spiders are, are horrible. I hate cave spiders. But if you can get it set up as a farm, it's generally a good farm. I will say on the other hand, if you just find a normal spider spawner, that might be a better thing because there's a whole lot less risk than a cave spider spawner. Um, but you know, those are two things in its favor. I don't think it's enough to make it a really good structure. There's a lot uh, strikes against it. Uh, it just, it's just not unique enough. It's not interesting enough to me. I put it on this low tier structure list, but those are the only three structures that I think really need a lot of improvement. So I'm going to split this episode here because it's getting actually really long for me. Um, so I'm going to split it here and in the episode here. And then in the next episode, I'm going to pick up with what I think are the best structures in Minecraft. So stay tuned for that. And until next episode, guys, keep digging straight down. I'll see you at Bedrock.